Good morning and welcome to Powered by Age. We are Canada's longest running podcast where seniors participate, help bring the topic, suggest the topics, and where we work toward the goal of creating not only an age-friendly city, but an age-friendly world. Uh, I'm Charlotte Farrell, the host, and what we usually do at the beginning is have the people that are on at the start introduce themselves. Today, we're going to be doing two really interesting activities that are follow-ups from previous discussions. Uh, we, I gave in writing a writing prompt, and we'll see what people responded to the prompt. If nobody wrote their prompt, their story or poem ahead of time, we'll have a little bit of music in time where people will do that. And then... Uh, we have an activity where we're going to make a crest and talk a little about, bit about the significance of crest in our culture. So without further ado, I will let Jesse introduce himself. Hi, everyone. I'm Jesse Wensloff. I'm a public affairs and talk coordinator at CJSF 90.1 FM radio in Burnaby uh, and also the sort of technical producer show helper here with the podcast. Okay, Leslie. Sorry, I had to unmute myself. Yeah, I'm Leslie Hebert from New Westminster. I am a writer and a teacher of English as a second language, and I'm currently working on a memoir of a trip to Japan. I'm also very proud to announce that I just had a, sh- a short story accepted, which for which I'm going to get paid cash money. Wow, oh. yay. <laughs> Good job. Okay, great. Uh, Delsa? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm Delsa. I work in hospitals. I didn't mention that. I work in seven hospitals in uh, Ontario, seven hospitals. And then after that, after I retired, I became a certified yoga teacher. Right, and we're going to be drawing on your yoga skills as we go through this. You don't, you don't forget. <laughs> uh, uh, Ramona? I am Ramona. Um, I'm a newcomer to Canada and Vancouver. And I am a retired uh, history French professor, Mumbai University. Um, written a few textbooks and workbooks in history and French. And um, trying to write um, a, a memoir in the form of uh, small vignettes of uh, a few of my relations and and hopefully share one of them with you today thank you okay thank you uh Pafula? um oh hi everyone i'm uh, from milton ontario and um, i just recently joined this group and i'm really excited to meet everyone i am also a retired special education teacher and have been retired for the last four years. And um, I discovered that I really enjoy writing fiction and I'm at present working on a cozy murder mystery and I've uh, achieved 40,000 words. I, but I still have a long way to go because, thank you. I have a long way to go because I'm doing my second draft and it's very hard. <laughs> it's oh. very, very difficult. But I'm just, persisting, and I think that's part of it all, right? Keep going. Right. Prafula, yeah, I just want to mention Prafula is a great writer. Wow. Oh, yes. It is a novel. <laughs> oh, 
we'll be you. getting samplings of so many people's writings uh, as, <laughs> with the activities and things we have coming up this month. Uh, Nancy? Hi, I'm Nancy Sinclair, and I live in Nanaimo, beautiful Vancouver Island, and I'm a podcast mentor with Powered by Age and have an avid interest in writing and photography and the great outdoors. Thank you. Thank you, Neil. Yeah, hi, I'm Neil Ryan. Uh, I'm a poet, a writer. Uh, I'm published on Amazon, and also uh, I'm I'm part of the Kindle group, so I am available on Kindle, and uh, it's a book of sixty poems and three short stories, and uh, I'm. Pleased to say, I know at least a few have been purchased. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy to have. The idea is, I want my words out into the world, and if they help anybody, that's wonderful. And if they don't, at least they can listen to some interesting poetry. It's a wonderful mission statement. <laughs> uh, I have. Uh, shared and will be in one of the upcoming activities sharing a workshop on uh, writing tribute poems. October 1st is uh, International Day of Older People. And it's also the anniversary for Powered by Age. Uh, we were one year old last year. So on October 1st, we'll be two years old. So some of the activities that we're doing leading up to that will be uh, around you know, celebrating that accomplishment. Uh, okay, so now in the invitation to the meeting, there was a prompt that I sent that uh, is that a seven and a half year old child and their 75 year old relative are planning to make a lunch to take outside. And so your uh, challenge was to write what you think or how you think their conversation will go. So did anyone write something to that of, related to that? Leslie. <laughs> Okay, would you like me to read it now? Yes. Okay. It's called A Picnic with Nana. I love you, Nana. I love you too, Lucy. Come and give me a hug. I'm so happy to see you. It's been such a long time. What should we do together this afternoon? Let's have a picnic. What a great idea. What should we pack our picnic in? I've got an Easter basket. Here it is. I can make peanut butter sandwiches and we can take chocolate chip cookies and bananas. That sounds delicious. And what will we have to drink? There are boxes of apple juice in the cupboard. Oh, apple juice, my favorite. And you know what else we need? A tablecloth to spread our feast out on. Here's my dolly's blanket. I'll fold it and lay it right on top of the basket. Lucy picks up the full picnic basket, opens the back door, and carries it out to the back lawn. She sits under the cherry tree and chats happily to her grandmother as she spreads the blanket on the grass. Inside the house, a newspaper lays on the kitchen table, open to the obituaries page. Lucy's mother wipes away a tear as she looks through the kitchen window. Then, as she watches her daughter happily eating her picnic, alone in the garden, she is surprised by a moment of sudden delight. 
Wow, what a surprise ending. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, beautiful. That was fascinating, the way that you had the dialogue as well as narrative form. And who would ever guess? Thank uh, Other comments? I love the picnic idea. I think that was beautiful, you know. Love the way they laid everything out and, uh, and got ready for the picnic. Yeah, I remembered when my son was in preschool. Uh, he used yes. to love playing picnic and we would use a sheet of wrapping paper as a tablecloth and we didn't have any cups or sauces it was all pretend <laughs> kind of a, a fun happy time that i remembered yeah it's sort of based on that a little bit well this girl is supposed to be a little bit older she's seven hmm. well thank you for sharing that that was it was delightful. I loved the dialogue because I was just picturing them along and then to the end that, you know, that this was imaginary. She was with the grandmother that had passed, but it was just a quite a surprise, but a lovely story. Mm-hmm. Um, does someone else want to share theirs? Well, I, I, I dragged out a poem that I started a couple of weeks or maybe a month ago. And I, finished it, and if, if that would be appropriate, it's a, a little short poem. Okay. okay. It's called The Yellow Umbrella. In the gloom of the morning clouds set the mood of the day. I sat at the bus stop, huddled against the cold morning wind bemoaning the fact the gray gloom permeated all. It had rained all night and settled into a drizzly morning mist, occasionally expanding into a miniature cloudburst that chilled the bones and mimicked the heaviness that gripped my heart. The useless effort with diet and exercise to regain my health the frustrating and seemingly impossible task to achieve my financial goals. The gloom of the day was a perfect match for the resident misery in my mind. Down the street, a ray of yellow sunshine emerged from the swirling morning mist. A bright yellow umbrella carried by a child of indeterminate age dressed in a bright yellow raincoat with matching rain cap and boots. A miniature version of a warm, loving son intent on stomping up the biggest puddle splash possible. And as she splashed, she sang, sing a song of sunshine, be happy every day, sing a song of sunshine. You'll chase the clouds away. Be happy every moment, no matter what you do. Sing a song of sunshine and let the sun shine through. Splash, splash, splash. She splashed her way down the street. And as the yellow umbrella disappeared into the morning rain, I swear to you, I saw a beam of sunshine. Splash, splashing down the street behind her. 
Wow. Lovely descriptive writing. I love that. Mm. Wonderful. So, um, Neil is not only a poet, but a singer also. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, we learned he can sing this morning. Gorgeous. <laughs> I just love that vision. I see. Yellow. Yellow is my favorite color also. Yeah. So he had yeah. this yeah. yellow, yeah. you know, umbrella. Yeah. And that was such a contrast to the gloom in the in the atmosphere mm. and, and in his mind. And, and then that song. Now I'm never going to forget it. Yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. Lovely. I, I actually I actually saw yellow around me. It, it reminds me of like a lemon yellow. Is that the color yellow you were describing now? A, a lemon yellow. You know, there's many shades of yellow. At the, at the, at the, at the very least, the outside of the lemon. The, 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 uh, I just have it in my mind that, it, that there's this bright yellow umbrella and yeah when i introduced her um it is a, it, it is a child of indeterminate age but it's still a, a young young child and when i introduced her i heard the music so i sang it <laughs> it, it's 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 so sweet is that down the street, a yellow, a yellow sunshine emerged from the swirling morning mist, a bright yellow umbrella carried by a child of indeterminate age, dressed in a bright yellow raincoat with matching rain cap and boots. A minute Neil, Neil, yeah. warming sun. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I don't, I don't, I, I, I'm not. I can't say that I don't write poetry, right? When you say indeterminate, indeterminate age, was that uh, conscious that you don't want to tell the age of the child? Like, why is it that you don't want to tell the age of the, the child? Everything about her is indeterminate because she's magical. Okay. She appears out of the morning mist and she disappears into the morning rain. She is an apparition, if that's the right word. Okay. She's, she's magical. So, okay. so she, she, she could be 80 years old. Yes. But she's not. She's a child of indeterminate age. Yes. And she sings a song. Sing, yes. Sing a song of sunshine. Be happy every day. Sing a song of sunshine, you'll chase the, chase the clouds away. Be happy every moment, no matter what you do. Just sing a song of sunshine and let the sun shine through. That should be our PBA Powered uh, by Age theme song. Well, I was just going to say, Jesse, because <clears throat> one of the things uh, in our, our notes and plans is to add more things to our spins. You know, on the website, we have this... Uh, stories, poems, interviews, and novelties. So there's a novelty. We have this song. So uh, maybe, Neil, you can make a time to talk with Jesse so he can just record the song, and that can go on our website. Okay, did anyone else write something for the prompt? I, I have something similar. Okay. Um, but if you don't mind, it's not exactly the scene. scene is a little different. 
that's fine. Is that okay? It's about still it's about two different generations, basically. Very young and older persons. So I wrote this a while ago, so I'd like to read it out and uh, comments are welcome. Okay. So this mind is a it's a theme of letting go, basically. So she held his little hand in hers, not willing to let go. He was three years old, and today was his first day of preschool, his first taste of life away from the sanctuary of his home. They had been inseparable all these years, clinging to each other, laughing, joking, snuggling in bed, safe and protected in each other's arms. She had fed him, changed his diapers, kissed his tears away, pacified his tantrums. She thought her heart would burst with love and happiness as she watched him lick his first ice cream, his eyes shining with joy in a smile so beautiful that it would melt your heart. She squeezed his hand and he winced. Mama, it hurts. Let go. She looked down at his curly head and stroked it softly. He was dressed up in a white shirt and black shorts. She had pinned a bow tie on his collar. His shoes were shiny gray and he carried a small knapsack on his slender back. He kept tugging at the straps, twisting and turning, impatient to join the other children gathered in a circle. But his mama won't let him go. His excitement mounted at the sight of little boys and girls laughing, especially a little girl in the pink dress. He struggled hard to free himself from a strong hold. One violent jerk and he was free. He ran to join the circle without looking back, without saying goodbye. She looked on with dread and anxiety, her heart sinking as she saw her little boy enter the school, his first step into another world. She wiped away her tears and went back to her mini-man and settled down at the wheel of the car with her coffee and a favorite book. She sat there waiting for the bell, for the school bell. The time dragged on and eternity stretched into a fathomless speed, except but the gentle rustle of the leaves and an occasional scurrying of a squirrel, it was deathly quiet in the parking lot. Her ears ached for the sweet sound of the school bell. When she finally heard it, she sprinted out of the car and hurried towards the entrance. He flew out of the door with other kids and ran straight into her arms. He kissed her on the cheek. Mama, I really missed you. So... Wow. <laughs> Thank you. Well done. That was so nice. So descriptive. That is, you know, my grandson is four years old, and I wrote it a couple of months ago, knowing that one day my grandson was going to go to preschool, and I knew how I was going to feel about it, you know. Forget about his mom, right? But So I wrote it from my perspective to see what it would be like, you know. What would you like to send your little child to school for the first time, you know, so thank you. Yeah, I saw, you know, we're going to be producing books here because we have audio books that's going to be coming and then little books that will be coming. Uh, the tools, there was another tool. Adobe showed of uh, Illustrator. When you're not an illustrator, an animator, uh, tools that you can use to uh, illustrate. So that was really great from a different perspective, the mother, because almost all the stories are always about the child that's crying. And so that taking us into the sentiments and feelings of a, and that, that line, her ears ached 
for the sweet sound of the school bell. I mean, I've never really thought of it quite that way. That was beautiful description. Thank you. Thank you. I just loved it. And I wrote it because that's how you feel, you know, like um, you just, I don't know what it's like. I guess oh, my daughter's grown up now, but my grandson is a little kid, you know, so yeah. it's the same. It took, yeah, it, it took me back to when my kids started preschool. Yeah. There's a lot of memories there. Yeah. A lot of those feelings that I think that all mums can identify with. (laughs) And really beautifully written, super fuller. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Um, Anyone else do write something? Well. Can I, yeah, can I share? Sure. Uh, Unless you want to go first, Charlotte? No, 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 go ahead. Okay, so like I told you, this is uh, part of the, that uh, memoir, which I'm kind of writing in the form of like few vignettes. Um, and so this is about my grandmother, my grandmother, my, um, I'll put it in the chat how we spell it. So, so today I'd like to share with you memories of my grandmother, whom we call my, meaning mother in Konkani. And she must have been in her 70s when I was around seven. She lived in Goa, a tiny state on India's western coast. The Portuguese, who ruled the land for 450 years, influenced the local cuisine, bringing in potatoes, tomatoes, cashews, and spices. They also introduced pork, beef, uh, bread and vinegar. Mai was a tall, strong <clears throat> lady clad in a sari with a long sleeve blouse. And what I used to find very fascinating on my summer vacation visits there was her storeroom. Um, this was a very magical place with tall ceramic jars of pickled fish and raw mango slices in brine. And there were chains of sausages and bunches of onions hanging from the ceiling. Mai used to cook in clay pots on a woods fire using a barn that is a, a, a grinding stone, um, which was like a, a big stone bowl. And there was a cylindrical stone in the center, which she would be rotating with a circular motion to grind the spices. And she also used brass utensils for cooking desserts. Mai was an excellent cook. Her kitchen was redolent with aromas of spicy dishes like shark amot teak. Amot means sour and teak is spicy um, or pungent. And pork vindalu, this was a red hot gravy with chilies, garlic, and vinegar with pork meat. I especially remember making prawn balchong, that is goan shrimp pickle, with mine. She taught me how to clean the prawns to remove the shells and to de-vein them. And while I applied salt and kept them aside, my ground the spices, dry red chilies, garlic, ginger, cumin, peppers, clove, cinnamon, turmeric and tamarind in a cup of goan toddy vinegar. The goan vinegar is made from toddy, that is the sap of the coconut tree, which is fermented. 
She then fried the onions, spices, and prawns till they were cooked. I kept an eye on the go on the red goa rice, which was bubbling in a clay pot at the side, and voila, our lunch was ready: rice and prawn balchong. I would like to leave you with one of my favorite proverbs or sayings um, in Konkani, but I'm translating it for you. And she used to say, "If you have love in your heart, you can live on the leaf of a tamarind tree." Thank you. Lovely. Great. Thank you. That was lovely. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah, and I actually have no memories of my grandmothers. My father's mother died before I was born, and my mother's mother passed away when I was about three. So um, I missed a lot of those. grandmotherly experiences so thank you for sharing that thank you i i remember those uh, they call milestones right the two heavy stones right, the, the two stones and you crying the flotate yeah it almost looks that. like a very large super large bottle and pesto yes but you don't pound it you kind of revolve it you must Grind, have seen yeah, that you rotate yeah, for sure two milestones yeah two granite milestones that you yeah Yeah. That's the best way to make flour, right? <laughs> yeah. I thought when you said you got to share with us that you were going to say, and now skip the dishes is bringing you a sample of that dish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. I I wish we could do that someday. That would be great. <laughs> yes. Well, we're moving toward the day. You know. Both the radio station, uh, our four one one center, all the centers actually, it's a crest of emotions because people were getting excited that towards September first we'd open the doors, people would be able to come in, have a cooking group, a reading group, etc. But now <clears throat> there are limitations on how many people can be in the building. Like uh, we're working toward having an event on the twenty third of of uh, September, twenty fourth of September, which is. The launch day for Canada Culture Days, but I can only have fifteen people. So from each thing, people have got to. Uh, while we're excited, there's someone who wants to bake bread <laughs> for one of our Zoom meetings, but uh, we have to have all of these things within our head of how can we uh, keep the distancing, keep safe, uh, make other people feel comfortable. But we are wor- working toward that. The 24th of September, I'm offering, you'll be seeing on our website, and it's on the Canada Culture Days, the BC Culture Days uh, website. We're doing a tribute poetry workshop, and it'll be at one o'clock, but th- that 23rd is a Friday. But the reason we're having something on the Friday, I'm sorry, I keep saying the 23rd, 23rd is Thursday. 24th is Friday. 24th is the national launch date of Canada Culture Days, and the idea is creativity. And so, in the past, everybody came to a site, to a place to do something. We will be able to have the first 15 people that register will be able to be physically at the site, but we also will be doing things Zoom. So you, who are regulars, will get some practice in doing things where it's for. The dual medium of people who are, you know, five or six people who might physically be there, as well as the people that will continue to be with us on uh, Zoom, because we don't have a plane to send and pick Delsa up and fly her in three hours early. 
from Ontario. <laughs> so we will continue with our stories and recordings and doing things to be live, but we'll also be experimenting with ways to do things where people are physically there, including having food. So we'll work out. <laughs> How can we have a reward? Who will sponsor us in sending a taste of whatever we're talking about to people so they can enjoy it on the day that we are having it? Uh, Maybe that recipe, um, if you want to share it, you you can have it as something I can send out when we're sending a meeting reminder. Sure, I'll I'll put it in the the chat, okay? Okay. So I think... Rather than st- stopping for someone else to write a story, if there's a, some, is there any, Nancy, did you write something to the prompt? No, I didn't, but I'm certainly an in- inspired. <laughs> okay, so I'll give you your once. These are the, we stopped using paper plates. And so the very last paper plate that I was keeping for an art activity is gone. So these, this is a recycled cover. I don't throw away the covers from when we do get something skipped in. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) And so this is my paper plate. But I thought it was also nice because when you make a crest, it's sometimes something when you finish, you say, oh, that's pretty nice. And you want to hang it somewhere. And it's kind of hard to hang the paper plate. So the things I have assembled, you know, dimes are almost extinct. I have a bunch of them because nobody wants to get a dime. And then when you do have a dime in the corner of something, you're fiddling around. So part of my quest is going to be these dimes. Um, I have some earrings. Someone gave me earrings and they have this, this kind of backing, but I don't know whether, I won't say that my fingers are, are were fiddly in advanced stage, but I couldn't get the thing to go on the back. I kept dropping this, this little part. So I'm going to use this little part to put onto my uh, my crest. And what else do I have? I have oh, I have yarn. Yarn is always a great thing that you can use in a crest. And I have uh, I have something else someone gave me, and I'm going to put it on because it's nice. It's a heart with an energy. You know the energy thing that's always around the atom. And I don't wear it, so if it's on my crest, then I can see it all the time because when I finish with my crest, I plan to hang it on one of these walls somewhere. (laughs) So uh, does anyone else want to show any of the things that you have uh, at hand for making your crest? Not quite sure what I'm going to do with them yet. I've got got a poppy, which is going to double as an English rose, so that's where I'm going to start. That's... Uh, yeah, I don't know what else. I've got a bunch of ribbons and some tape, and I'm just raking through. This is actually a bag of recycled gift wrap stuff. So, yeah, there oh, might yeah. be something in there. That's right. Someone made something that I, in my bedroom on the other wall. Uh, she makes greeting cards from. Uh, gift wrap and so and they're fascinating because the way that she's folded them or whatever every card is unique made from just recycling uh, gift wrap okay maestro dj jesse give us some crest making music (laughs) when we think about crest before we begin um is there any kind of um what are we supposed to think about with the crest is it for ourselves or is it for our family or 
where does where's it where does it come from do you think um well you know crest historically uh people of many lands have something that is a representation for them. Sometimes it is for the family. You know, we go down and there's a crest that represents the uh, a particular clan or a particular family. And everybody has it. It's uh, And then there are crests that people make just for themselves. It's kind of like a, uh, an affirmation. What you put on the crest is just a statement. It's a locking in a feeling that you want to have about yourself or about a thing. So crest is really just a representation that you have gone beyond uh, talking about but it's fixed in a place where you can look at it. And when people see it, you know, there might be other, how, how they sometimes get passed down through family. People might have chiseled and set it, set it and then cast it in um, wax. There's some crests that are made in wax so that it can be passed down through uh, families. And Petula, tell it, you're shaking your head. You have some other comments about uh, crests? Yeah, you know, you just, you just reminded me, you know, now I realize, I mean, we see crest is like a, some sort of a message that is sent out to everyone. And uh, I mean, colleges and, you know, institutions, they have their own press. Some of them are in Latin. And when you were talking about it, I just suddenly realized that it could be a motivational, a self-motivational press for yourself. And uh, you could, you know, create the pattern or a design that you like best. And then you could have four sections to it. And then you could you could start with where you were and where you want to go to. And uh, you could put some symbols or things like that to uh, symbols that are going to motivate you or, you know, make you go get to that level as well. So to me, you just reminded me of a couple of ones that I, you know, remember from the past. You know? So that's why. Yes. <laughs> That's great. I've, I've done crest making with different groups and for children, sometimes they've made one that was for peace. And then the one that most often people make is something that's representing how they feel that day, a way that they want to feel about themselves. And so you can just take yours and you can see what the muse brings forward with the music. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh the piece of music I'm going to play, I'm feeling it's feeling pretty fall-ish outside, so I'm going to play uh, Allegretto Autunale by D. Yan Key. That'll be great for the weekend. You could make more because they've said we're going to have rain for the weekend, so crest making is a wonderful rainy day activity.
craft bowl is a great thing to have. a great intergenerational activity too because once you make yours there might be some younger or older person that gets inspired to make theirs or wants to make one with you another four minutes we'll start describing what we have where we are with what we've got and what we're doing You know what I did with that, Jesse? I closed my eyes and I sat still and I, I did visualization like any good memories in one of your holidays or or in the park sitting on the bench. It, it was coming. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Just close my eyes and really get into it and take it take it to the heart. Nice. That's great. Uh, this next one is called Waves at Dawn. 
by uh, Ben Nestor. Yeah. Let's do that. Just close your eyes. Just close your eyes. And listen to the sound of Jesse's music. Breathe through the nose. And out the nose. Sit still. Try not to move. And just be in the present moment. to share. <laughs> Thank you for that meditation as well. That was really, ah, how does everybody feel? Relaxed. Thank you. Very relaxed. <laughs> okay, who'd like to, Leslie? Uh, I'm not quite ready yet, Charlotte. I'm still playing. Uh, well, I can go if, you, if you'd like. I've got okay. one. I sort of did this with the materials that were present at my desk because I did not prepare accordingly. So bear with me. But I've got, oh no, it's already falling apart. Uh, okay. Let's see what I can do here. Um, well, the, the basis of it is, uh, let's see, he's got a, a, a CD uh, backwards, which is full of reflection and all sorts of different colors and stuff. And I felt that uh, you know, reflection and self-reflection is really important to me. So uh, okay. that needed to be there. Uh, pinned under my thumb, so difficult to see. Uh, I've got a headphone adapter, uh, you see here, which is for my, uh, my radio and audio side of things, uh, crossed with uh, an upside down Lego battle axe, uh, which is at my desk for some reason. Uh, so that's to represent my inner child and, and my, my unrepentant love of, of fantasy novels. 
Uh, and then I've got these two, I think maybe supposed to be roses, uh, crossed to represent my relationship with my wonderful partner, Katie, a uh, big part of my life. Well, and we'll put that a little closer to the camera, Jesse. Sure, yeah. yeah okay. And then uh, okay. in the middle, a whole bunch of my cat's hair because uh, it's everywhere. <laughs> and also I love her. So. Oh, that's wonderful. Wow. Yeah. Yes, yes, I yes, did yes. a lot. <laughs> you didn't do anything. <laughs> you wasn't prepared to uh, Nice, I like that. Little, uh... Okay, who's next? Hey, well, I can give it a go here now. I was just pasting on... Okay, so I had a very small plate. Um, so as I said, the um, the poppy here is substituted for an English rose because that's what I am. Okay. Uh, yeah, the um, this is a seashell, little seashell ornament that was made for me and gifted by a lady when we visited Japan, the lady that we stayed with. And for me, it's memories of travel. It's also the ocean. Uh, because it's shells, so um, I come from across the ocean. So at the bottom here, um, a little bit of an effort with green masking tape here. It's supposed to look like ocean waves with foam on top made out of cotton wool, but that didn't quite work. And then a heart, because love is so important. And it's a purple heart just because I thought I needed a different color. So you've got red, green, and purple there. And then I just surrounded the whole thing with a ribbon. There you go with the bow at the bottom. So oh, nice. pretty. Beautiful. Very nice. Patula? <laughs> um, oh, okay. So anyway, I I created something because I just remembered and I didn't have too many things. So I had to do a little bit of writing. I don't know if you can see it. Very clearly. I'll do it this oh, yeah. way. Oh, it says dream. Right. And then it says, um, I know if you can read it. Um, oh, success. I, for, persistence. Persistence. Secret to success. Secret to success. Persistence oh. is secret to success. So this is, and I that's all I had cut crayons I didn't have anything else <laughs> but you know this is going to be my thing I'll keep it in front of me when I sit down to write and when I get a little discouraged I will you know put this right in front of and look at it all the time you know because first you need to dream about things yes. and then you to put those things in writing and then you have Wonderful. to remember that you have to keep persisting at it and then it'll finally get you somewhere, you know, so some kind of a success. So, Prabhula, it's Dream yes. White, W-H-I-T-E, Dream White, right? Dream, dream, dream Right, I think. Well, yeah. Dream Right, sorry. Right. right. Dream, dream right. First you dream, right. then you write and about right. it. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then success right. comes if you keep persisting at it. Okay. But, and I, I was trying to draw a bird here. Sorry if you can see it. I was trying to draw a bird here, but it turned into a little hand, so I just left it as it is. <laughs> you know, if you can see it very clearly, it turned into a little yes, hand. This is okay. yes. Beautiful. Very inspiring, Profula. And I also took a tip from you writing yeah. because it made me remember those. You remember in school in India, we used to have those badges or not? 
with the school's motto there in black yeah i remember like yes you said indeed. right like you know ours was love of light so i i took a cue from you and i didn't have too many things around so i've used a picture and okay. i've just put in whatever one of those mottos and i and i wonder whether you can see it can you see it uh yes it looks pretty the picture <laughs> wow. that's all i had with me so yeah. i have this love of life kind of hopefully it has everything in it something to eat and play and looks colorful nature and yeah that's it it's very colorful simple yes simple. so much better than an emoji it's your own emotional statement <laughs> right true that's beautiful thank you delsa <laughs> i can't yet i didn't do anything <laughs> so i just close my eyes and meditate <laughs> and you helped us to meditate also not, that was I'm not great good, I'm not good in those thank you no, i will i will make a pull up myself if i even try to do one of those <laughs> <laughs> no, no, to start. <laughs> good for Then you delsa you really delsa went to sleep with your music jessie <laughs> what did she say <laughs> i said jessie your music was so wonderful that delsa just went to sleep Yes. <laughs> I did my own thing <laughs> while you guys were so busy. I was sleeping. <laughs> you made a mental crest. Next time I owe you guys. Next time. I will I will think about <laughs> I'm going to probably going to take me hours and hours to do what Leslie did. <laughs> I ran out of time. I was still playing with the heart when Sherlock called time. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Nancy Well, you know, it's funny cuz I I've never considered a family craft before. So I'm in my head always to start with. So I actually just went online and started googling about crests and what <laughs> elements and what you do. Well, I made notes. Oh. Oh, I made but it but I notes before the night. The first piece of music was like so inspiring. So it was so I'm I It's an interesting project so I'm excited to but I have to think it through in my head first. Yeah. And now I'll put on some nice music again and some incense and do a little meditation and get all my stuff out and get the lighting and then but I I searched things that said like for example a dog means courage, vigilance and loyalty. Uh dolphins uh swiftness, diligence, salvation, charity and love. and uh, some of different colors white is for peace and serenity or sincerity blue is for truth and loyalty and then you put a family motto in your family beliefs and values and uh, angels represent dignity and acorns represent strength and lions represent nobility and strength so yeah i i need more than a couple of minutes <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, there's a lot to heraldry and a lot of symbolism in those crests, right? Right. Um, but when I think about a crest, um I think about it as something, you know, coming back from our cultures, right? I think of it as something that belongs to the upper class, you know, the landed gentry, people mm-hmm. with a, a family history that was written down, right? Mm-hmm. um it's not something that i think of as belonging to you know humble old me and my background so it was a bit of a 
Mm -hmm. Bit of a mind tease for me to actually think about applying a crest to myself. It's like I don't deserve a crest. Well, I, you know, it's interesting because I'm I'm adopted. I don't know anything of my uh, mm -hmm. natural family, my family of origin, and actually, even with my my adopted parents, uh, one was British and one was Scottish background, and and. Uh, so even at that, I have very limited information. So it, uh, and so when I was Googling, when I was doing my research where you guys were being all creative, um, it spoke about, um, you know, what is, what are those values? What, what is the, the background that you want to pull into it? So it's, yeah, it's interesting. I'm, I'm quite intrigued with it now. Archaeologists, I've been watching, sometimes I fall asleep and I wake up and there are these interesting archaeological shows and someone was doing new digs in different parts of Africa and just showing uh, symbols. I mean, it's a symbol, but that people had symbols of what their group stood for. And then there was a group that uh, there's a piece of land that they couldn't, this was switching from Africa to Ireland. They were showing a place in Ireland that now was all grassy. But hold on a minute. <laughs> and I'm actually thinking like the, you know, the First Nations totem poles actually fulfill the role of the crest too, because they represent family. And you know, um, family I remember the crest symbol as a, on a jacket, right? At the students, like Harvard, Harvard College and Eaton's College. And, and then we are the crest too, and it was in Latin. And I guess as kids, we didn't even know what that meant until the teacher told us what that meant in mm -hmm. Latin. So, yeah, our school had a crest too, and it was a fairly new school, so they had to design a crest. Yeah. And um, the school was located near a, a place that was called Potter's Field, and apparently there used to be a pottery on the site. So the school crest actually had a pot in the middle of it. It came from the local history. Oh, wow. You know, what is it, Neil? This is my family crest. It's a gargoyle. Oh, on, wow. On the oh. cathedral of Chart in, uh, in, uh, in, in France. And I love this creature. He's, uh, he's, he's, he's t telling us our, our future. <laughs> that is amazing. Is there a story behind all that? That sounds very interesting. I, I've been blessed with travel. I really, really have been blessed with travel. Uh, my my motto is is from the beaches of South New uh, South Island New Zealand to the beaches of Iceland and wow. a thousand and a thousand places in between. This is my crest, and it's dimes. The dimes I've, I've found dimes have on one side there's a ship. And on the other side, there's a woman. And I love water. <laughs> and oh, wow. I've been doing a lot about women's heritage and rights. So I'm surrounded, and, and money. But one of my, in my career, uh, is to make more money. I've sold a few things. I sold a show and I've sold a few things. But this money is, is, is circulating around in oh, this new crest. That's nice. It reminds you. <laughs> And then in the center is a heart. I write some of my poetry. I've called uh, heart-centered poetry. And someone gave me this, and I just read what was on the card. And it says, uh, hold, hold on to a precious star heart. And 
uh, know that it's most, it's for light and love to lead the way. Think Storeheart. Yes, indeed. So I'm going to put this where it is leading, maybe leading the way out of my, my bedroom. So it's always leading to something that's heart-centered. Uh-huh. But, uh, I want to thank each of you for uh, participating having something wonderful to share with each other about their work and just looking at this as another kind of activity that uh, elicits creativity, whether it's writing, whether you have something that you are just need to take a break from all of the pour-ons of bad news closings, whatever, whatever, <laughs> that you can sit with some things that look at what you found in 10 minutes or overnight to make this. So it's not very complicated, but it's something that can be very significant for you, uh, either with a, an affirmation like what Patula uh, wrote, a statement of, uh, of faith, or just something that is uh, a guiding light or something that gives you uh, happiness and amusement, like uh looking at the family pictures. So thank you so much for taking part today. And so I won't sing a song. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just say now it's time to say goodbye <laughs> to all my friends and family. And I will see you again next week. Thank you thank for you, your Charlotte. beautiful work. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, thank you everyone. Oh, you're great. Bye. Bye. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for the music.